guys, it's a girl cat from Railcast, and we're gonna start this episode with hyper independence in relationships, different dating and stuff like that. And we're gonna talk about the new fucking shit that really pisses me off about the rogue. I think rogue versus wave something like that. We're gonna talk about it because it's really important for us to talk about situations that are happening in the real world. Also, if I do something a little bit different, it's because I am sick. I've been sick since last week. It's literally since last week, and I've been stuck home because I did test positive for COVID. So, I am a little bit groggy. If you see a change in my voice, it's because I'm sick. So, yeah, let's get this video. Wow, video. Let's get the podcast episode started. So, I literally had to stop the intro last week because I couldn't even, like, talk properly. My throat was hurting so much. But now I'm feeling way better. And we're going to go straight into today's mostly topic. And the number one thing that I want to go over is the New York City emergency management thing that happened. It's all over on Snapchat. It was broadcasted on Monday according to what it says and it kind of gives a panic of what the fuck is going on with the Russians and us trying to help with the Ukraine and the bombings and things so it kind of like a lot of people that I know were like starting to panic some people I seen on the news that we're rushing to get canned goods and food supplies and stuff because apparently of this emergency thing because when like when you put something like an emergency management plan for like nukes and missiles and stuff like that it tends to get exaggerated sometimes we don't know what's a hundred percent real from the news even in like TV shows they do give out like fake news type of stuff and like exaggerating news so we don't know what really going on but putting this out into the news is a little bit crazy like i never would expect it to be living in the world where there will be a possible nuke coming to new york city they did say it was like um a couple of cities that he wanted to nuke because we were interfering into his madness he just needs to stop he just needs to stop being a little baby put up his boy big boy pants and move the fuck on like he's doing too much so i don't know everybody thinks he's doing too much i agree he's doing too much putin just needs to relax like just relax you're in an age that you need to relax like you're doing way too much to people but Greed and power can turn into that, and I, that's that's not really that's like toxic. That's really really toxic if you if you think about it. But yeah, just watch out for these emergency 
well, especially New York. I don't know about other places like California and them, but New York did have their emergency management just in case of a nuke or missile launch. So that was posted this week on Monday. So my next thing that I do want to talk about is hyper-independence in relationships, any type of relationships, intimate relationship, friendship relationships. They're like, like there's, I don't know how to explain, like there's dependence and hyper-independence. And it's like, hyper-independence a lot of, oh, let me just tell you guys what hyper-independence in a relationship is. Because a lot of people misconstrued it like, oh yeah, you're dependent, you do what you want. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, a lot of people think it's a bad thing which is not a bad thing if like you get the help but um a hyper independence is like when you choose to be independent from everyone else even though it may negatively negative negatively affect you so apparently according to this counselor and arthur dr joan franklin hyper independence shows up in a perspective of i versus we this could this can look like taking on too much and like these hyper independent relationships can i think they can be caused by like trauma you had so in results it is emotionally damaged from a broken trust so if and this could be possible a lot of people break your trust a lot of people in your surroundings have literally made you not believe trust broken promises trauma from childhood caused you to be hyper independent in your own relationship which it can negatively yes affect you but it can also positively affect you i say positively because when you're not in a relationship and remember even if you're not in a relationship with someone else you're still in a relationship within yourself so you being in a relationship within yourself really motorcycle before i was rudely interrupted by the motorcycles so yeah like i said you're in still in a relationship within yourself so you still have to take care of yourself you still have to have this certainty within yourself if you don't trust yourself too much how are you going to trust anyone else but being in this hyper-independence relationship in a positive light will be basically when you're by yourself. You're not in a relationship with no one else. You're not doing anything with no one else. You are dependently dependent on yourself. It's a good thing because when I'm by myself and I do certain things throughout the day by myself and also figure it out, plan it out and everything, even though it's a little bit stressed and that's the negatively way. I still think is positive because it shows that at the end of the day, I can do it myself. If that's, if it sounds, you know, if it makes sense, I like to do things by myself, but some people confuse it. Like when they're in a relationship with someone else, they get it so confused that they do everything themselves that their partner is just like, why am I here? 
And you do not want that in your relationship. You do not want your partner to feel like they're not they're useless in your environment. They're trying to either help you evolve, help you in certain ways, help you build a team, whatever. Let them help you. I know it will some people it will be difficult to be like codependent on someone due to the trauma. My thing is even if you have trauma Take your time to get over the trauma. That's the number one thing. If you have any certain trauma, any childhood trauma, any trust breaking, broken heart, deal with that first before you even go into a relationship. Because at the end of the day, that person is going to want you to be codependent with them and vice versa. Because you're trying to build a team within two people. You're not trying to build a team within yourself if you're trying to relationship, you know. If you want to be single, go ahead. Be single. Enjoy your single life. Do it codependent, codependent within yourself. But when you're in a relationship, you, you're building an empire. That's I see it as building an empire. Two people codependent with each other and using each other's resources that they learned, their lessons and everything in their life to built this huge empire and just kept keep growing if you're hyper independent it's not gonna work out it's really not because a person is gonna be tired of you taking everything you're gonna be tired you're gonna be frustrated until you explode one day and you just let it out and you're like you never helped me you never did this you never did this for me but in reality it's kind of your fault because you were too hyper independent that you deny the person's help. You deny doing certain things with them because of your trauma, because of whatever situation you're going through. It's good to have someone there. And I, like, literally I recently have learned, like, doing everything by myself sucks ass. I love doing it. I'm proud of when I do it by myself. But when I'm struggling so much and I know I need either advice or help, I used to tend not to do anything. I used to just do it, figure it out myself, drive me crazy. But now it's like if I don't open myself up to the people that I'm close with for help or advice or anything else, am I really helping myself or am I damaging myself? And I had to literally sit down and, you know, sometimes pride does get in the way of certain things. So step aside with your pride and ego. And it's better for you to manage your mental health and, you know, help yourself. Don't struggle. You have friends. That's why you have close friends for advice, for help, for anything. Because they're there for you. And I do want to implement that into a future relationship. I don't want to deal everything within myself. When I have a partner that can probably help me and give me advice and tell me, you know, this is that. This is good for you. You should do it. You know, the moral support that we need. So, I believe trauma is one of them. Get over your trauma. Focus on yourself. Healing. Healing, healing, and healing is the number one thing before you get into any relationship. Like I told Carla, I need her to focus on herself. 
if she focuses on herself in the healing of her own trauma, she will blossom into something so beautiful. Like, she would have the love that she wants. Because the love that we put out is the love that we receive. If you do not love yourself and you hate yourself in a certain light, how is someone supposed to do the same for you? You get what you receive. And that's 100% possible. So, healing is the number one thing before you go into any relationships. And I do agree. Hyper-independence, it's a positive and negative. The negative is, like I said, doing everything yourself and exploding in front of your partner that when it's really your fault. So, working on being not fully codependent, but helping I don't know how to like say like helping each other not be too dependent on someone but being dependent and advice and you're trying to build an empire with this person if you're trying marriage empire open up and I know it's a little bit hard to open up to someone new especially that you've been heartbroken trust has been broken everything has been broken within you from family members and friends siblings and whatever you're going through but if you don't open up to that person, how would you not know that they're your future or not? I know it hurts like hell. I've been through it. I've been through like being broken to the fucking ground that I just turned numb and don't want to express anything. Don't want to be near no one. When it was eating me inside that I wanted to speak to someone and let them know like I'm fucking angry for this shit. I'm sad because of this shit. And when I learned to open up to one of like my closest friends about these emotions, it was like a relief. A relief of like, I let it out. I let these emotions out and about, which is amazing. So to make yourself heal, let it all out. And I used to think vulnerability was weakness and to be honest vulnerability is your strongest asset asset that you will ever fucking have in life and i say this because i thought you know showing my showing my vulnerability will be a weakness because then can they can attack me no showing your vulnerability is the most strongest asset someone can show because at the end of the day it will show how pure of a human, genuine human you can be, even if something bad, the worst, has dragged you in the mud, is. And it shows how fucking strong you can do it. And if you can handle someone dragging you through the fucking mud with trauma, with trust, promises, broken heart, cheats, and everything, you are the fucking strongest human being ever. At all causes, you're the fucking strongest human being ever. So, being vulnerable is one of the strongest assets someone can have. If you think otherwise, you will soon in your life find out that it isn't. That the weakness is not showing your vulnerability. So, I think, yeah, you should show a lot of assets of yourself. Don't hide yourself from no one just because one bitch decided to fuck over your shit. Don't do that show who the fuck you are you a bad bitch why not okay so the other topic i wanted to talk about is the roe versus wade fucking courtship 
like I wasn't in the loop about it until like one of my coworkers was telling me that there was a trial on this. And when they did the decision of this, I wanted to look into it because it was like, okay, who had made these decisions for us? And apparently the Supreme Court in which the court ruled that the Congress of the United States confirmed the right to have an abortion. And this was decided in 1973. But now they want, there's going to be places that, you know, has overturned the abortion rights. And my thing was like, Supreme Court, if we actually look at the people that are in the Supreme Court, um, it's mostly grown old error, back in the day, old men. That should at least just tell you what it is. And I want to know who in the right mind thinks that grown as old men have the right to even say some shit about a woman's body that's number one two if you men were in our bodies during labor during our fucking menstrual cycles period blood yes you will know our fucking pain so, I don't want to hear no one that I, there's a lot of like protests, and I completely agree with this protest. Grown men should not be putting no words into what a woman's body should be put in or not because you do not own my body. You don't own no woman's body. And for the Supreme Court, we need to update these Supreme Courts. I'm sorry. Old men from the 1970s. 60s 80s need to be terminated i'm terminated because at the end of the day this is a new fucking era this is not back in the day when men controlled every no this is 2022 and we should put new supreme court leaders new new congress diversity why are we still stuck in the era that we're not in and we're supposed to be the human race that has to expand in knowledge and all this but we still stuck in an era that is like men makes the decisions and I know there's a couple of women there I'm not sure who voted what but there should be more more women that are not religious because I know there's a religious people that are like abortion is not right you don't know what the fuck this person went through first of all if a raped girl gets pregnant do you think that's a right for them to have a child when they were assaulted does that seem fucking right and my thing is some of these rich people would be automatically be like abortion, yeah, because you're my child. But when it's someone else's child, it's the fucking wrong thing. It's like you're an abomination to the fucking universe that you need to fucking die because you killed a fetus. 
like the double standards i just don't get it i don't understand it 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 fucking irritates the living crap out of me with this double standard so this fucking roe versus wade type of shit needs to really stop because at the end of the day no man can tell a woman what they can put in their bodies at the end of the day you do not roam around these streets when a woman's body to understand what the fuck we go through so this right here and the thing is now people are going to go to like different places to actually do abortions or do underground abortions and stuff and be some well they used to do that back in the day but it used to be horrible because it's like bad male practice and some people did get infected some people did get you know died even though we're more advanced now in like technology wise that still can happen and like putting that trauma on a woman even when they get assaulted by someone and you deny them that right there will be consequences there will be trauma there will be something for this person and i don't blame if this uh, these girls get pissed off at the government because at the end of the day you guys bought it upon yourself Y'all made decisions so easy so girls can have the right to do whatever they want with their body. They can work and stuff. And you denying them abortions? What happened to being free and doing what we want? Not like doing what we want, but like believing in what we believe in. What happened to that? And a lot of people are like, oh my, America's great. Let me tell you this shit. America is great in some aspect, especially if you're rich. If you're rich, amazing. Money speaks like nothing. But if you're not, you're going to be struggling. Minimum wage. Why do we have why do we still have minimum wage? Why do we pay for health care? Why do we pay so much money for a box, a shoe box to live in? Yes, rent in New York has gone up so bad. A lot of people is leaving New York. And I don't blame, like, ooh, I don't blame them. I don't blame them for leaving. Because at the end of the day, $4,000 for, like, a studio, that's a box. I literally can touch the kitchen to the, to the bathroom. Who the fuck wants to live in that shit? While other countries... Rent is cheap, healthcare is free, and you're like, what the fuck? This is why people leave New York City, leave cities that are big and get either houses or go to a different country where everything, it's there. Because it's like, is it so expensive? For what? Why is it so expensive just to live that's why a lot of people like I don't want to say anything but a lot of people do commit suicide because of this situation and like I don't agree with you doing that like there's options for you you can just move you know don't do that living is wonderful because there are different like beautiful aspects of life but it's like when you're only stuck with minimum wage and even if you get a PhD or a master degrees or bachelor degrees when you come out from those colleges you have one death two 
no job wants to take you because you need experience, but you can't get the experience if you can't get hired. So it's like, make it make sense, because it really doesn't make sense. Like, I have family members who literally went to a criminal justice school and everything, and I have friends who have gone to criminal justice to be either a a detective or FBI or whatever type of criminal justice is. And they graduated. Still to this day don't have a fucking job because you need experience. But how is he going to get experience if he's not in a job experiencing those experience? It just makes no fucking sense in the world. It just doesn't. You could do a course, but you need a bachelor. You can do this. You've been trained in this. You have this knowledge. But you still need experience from 7 to 10 years of it. Like what? Like jobs needs to be more realistic in the world. Especially now in 2022. Be more realistic. Not everyone's going to go to college. Not everyone's going to finish high school. Because at the end of the day a lot of people are starting to wake up to reality of knowledge is everywhere we can get the fucking knowledge shit for free youtube there's a lot of fucking youtube channels that give knowledge for free there's Coursera. there's different types of things that you can do a course and still be knowledgeable and also the practice you've been doing like digital marketing if you do youtube you do podcasts you do anything those are fucking projects on what the fuck you're doing but if you don't get a bachelor degree, you can't you can't do it. Mind you, certain person can be on YouTube for years and years and do analytics and do the digital marketing of their channel and everything for years and it's still not enough experience because you need a bachelor. It just makes no fucking sense. There's no fucking balance here. And I'm not saying all employing employment places are like that. I'm just saying some certain places. Because there are places that would give you the opportunity to either start working with them on the base salary you want with training a little bit more on what you're doing. Which is good. Fucking love them to death. But we need to, like, there's a lot of things that we need to change to evolve as humans. And I we're far from it for right now. Like, very far from it. So yeah guys, I'm going to see you next episode on next Wednesday at 11pm. You guys can go ahead and, you know, listen to the other episodes. There will be more episodes. It's just not a crazy thing. I keep seeing the same thing, but sometimes I just forget. So, or sometimes I just need me time. But catch us every Wednesday at 11pm. If you want any topics to talk about, you can go ahead and email us. Um, it will be Royalcast. I think that is on the description also. You can email us with questions if you want to be part of a, the podcast as a guest. We take in remissions if you want to be part of it. Because I like to hear a different perspective of people's life and opinions. So we can do that. Um, don't forget to catch my new book. Well, it's, it's my book. On Amazon, you can subscribe 
to my channel at Cat Vlogs, Cat World Vlogs, on YouTube or Royal Jewels on YouTube. And yeah, I see you guys next time. Don't forget to add this podcast, save it, rate it, comment. It helps us a lot if you do that. And share. So I see you guys next time. Deuces.